They say it's lonely at the top in whatever you do. You always gotta watch motherfuckers around you. Nobody's invincible, no plan is foolproof. We all must meet our moment of truth. The same shiesty cats that you hang with and do your thing with could set you up and wet you up. Nigga, peep the language, it's universal. You play with fire, it may hurt you or burn you. Lessons are blessings you should learn through. Let's face facts. Although MCs lace tracks, it doesn't mean behind the scenes there ain't no dirt. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. My name is Chris. I am your host. I am here with my co-host, Stephen Taft, and he is the handsomest co-host. Mm. <laughs> Feels good, man. What's going on, guys? Listen, uh, we uh, we have an interesting uh, topic to talk about today, but um, it's fueled by our past couple of weeks, I would say. Mm-hmm. So this should be this should be some fire, uh, and I'm really excited to get into it. And it's one of those topics that it's actually kind of difficult to explain. Yeah, and it's really difficult to understand. Not only for yourself, but on a on a macro level as well. Uh, we're going to talk about emotional intelligence today, and I know it's a term that's been thrown around a lot lately. But um, we're going to do our best to kind of pick it apart and talk about how it's applicable to us and to you, and how you might be able to better yourself day to day by our, I guess you can say, opinions on it. You know, I it, Chris usually shows up to my house around like nine forty-five, and then we get things rolling somewhere around like ten fifteen as far as recording goes. We always have like that half an hour of just, "Hey, man, how the hell are you? Yeah. How was your week?" So on. It, it's eleven o'clock now, and he he showed up at at nine forty-five because we were having like real life conversations about exactly this topic. And and the interesting thing about it is, we both talked for about a half hour about about our past week. And we both had very different weeks than we're used to. And those are just the speed bump weeks that we've referenced in the past where, you know, you just have a bunch of shit dropped in your lap and <laughs> and you have to fucking clean that shit up is realistically what it comes down to. And though it's not ideal, it's it's a week for both of us that, you know, it teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh as long as you can look at that type of week or day or month or year or whatever, a couple of years in the manner that you learn from it, that is how you move forward. Mm-hmm. But before we jive into all the, the heat, I'm actually really interested interested to hear how your uh, wedding planning is coming along. Oh, you, man. You saw the venue, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh... On the atypical things that happen in, in a person's week. Uh, so <laughs> the the future misses and myself, um, we're, we're doing a wedding on a budget here. Uh, and we booked the venue because we could afford it yeah. without ever going there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tuesday night, her folks. My- oh, so you didn't check it out before you booked it? No. I mean, there was pictures. There was reviews. Uh, oh, you know, we, okay. we did your, your – it's actually – I didn't know this. Airbnb. Does venues. Entrepreneurs. Right? So there's there's like two sides of it. You could you could get it to sleep in for the night mm. or you could get it to have parties in. So um, you know, most venues out there they want between two to th- five thousand dollars for like five hours, right? Mm-hmm. So we were able to get this house for a whole weekend, Friday night all the way through Sunday afternoon. This is the house out in Old Saybrook? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So uh we went down there and to check it out and um 
<clears throat> I'll tell you this. It's going to be unique. Um, the lady that owns it is really artsy. And her son, who's a carpenter, mm. makes lots of craftsman things. So it's unique. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's very unique. Um, he made a really awesome, what they call a, a farm table. And it's, uh, you know, like a long dining table at reclaimed bar- barnwood. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it was really interesting, man. It's, it's an old house. Late 1700s, so it's got like windy, nothing really makes sense. There's no straight hallways. He, everything's pitched. It's yeah. not flat. Like yeah. on, on one floor, air quote, you have like seven floors because no two rooms are at like the same height. Right. And uh, the outdoor space that we're going to be using has like tons of different vibes to it, man. Nice. It was, it, it was very interesting. So it's like work. a photographer's yeah, gift. Honest, honestly, it really right. is. It has all the different looks. Uh, you know, it, and the one thing I actually enjoy about, and this was part of the future misses, is uh, mission. There's not a lot of space for people to be separated. So, like, I've gone to wedding venues where you literally lose people. So you're gonna have to engage people. You're gonna have to be around people. Wow. You know, the whole the whole mission is you're bringing two families together, right? Mm-hmm. So they should be together. Mm-hmm. This venue sets up for that perfectly. Like everybody's gonna be there. They're gonna be together, and it's gonna be lit. Right. Good. Right. So hold on a second. Most importantly, what does the missus think? Oh, she loved it. Okay. There, there. So one of her favorite things in the whole house is, uh, if you go to the upstairs, the first room you come across, it looks like a teenager's room with writing all over the walls. So people have marked it to like share their experiences in the house. <laughs> so you can see like you know Rachel's bachelorette party. You know, I'm so proud of my little sister. You know, there's all these like markings all over the wall, and she, like, it's right up the future Mrs. Alley. She loves it. <laughs> Can I? So you want to, guys, just to put on display how fucked up I am. Um, Steve's telling this thing about his wedding that's about to happen, and you know, markings on the wall. And in my mind, I'm thinking about the scene from Dumb and Dumber where Lloyd walks into the stall, <laughs> and and it, on the stall it's marked down, "If you want man love, like be here at 10:45." And he looks down at his watch, and it's 10:44. <laughs> so that's how my mind works. I apologize for interrupting. No, your man, story, it was good. Steve. You know, it, it was a. Um... I like to look at it this way. In a week filled with turmoil, yeah. uh, going to see the venue was a great anchor. It was a good way to stay grounded and to focus on good things are on the horizon. And that's what you have to focus on. Yep. No matter what, throughout the day, hour to hour, month to month, focus on the, the good. Focus on the positivity. Stay optimistic about everything. I mean, this is your wedding, so clearly you're going to be optimistic about mm-hmm. it. But and if as long as you shift your focus to the positivity of the wedding rather than like really reflecting on, say, quote unquote, the negativity or the shit that was dropped in your lap, you know, referencing what I said before, y- you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, got it. And it's it's easier said than done. Mm. Um. You know, I, I feel like I need to be able to pull Jedi mind tricks to uh, convince myself that everything's going to be okay sometimes. But I think that's a good segue kind of right into what we want to talk about today yeah. Yeah. with emotional intelligence. Without going too much, Chris, into like the stuff we're about to dive into, mm-hmm. right? How to, how to mature and how to strengthen your emotional intelligence. Can you, can you kind of drop like 
the the basics of it for those that are like what the hell are they talking about what is it really that we're discussing today what does it mean to have emotional intelligence all right so first and foremost <clears throat> this is not a super strong suit for me uh it's not a topic that i know everything about right but i think that's what makes us unique in the sense that the little bit that i do know and that i've applied to my life has helped me get to where i am and will help me get much further uh emotional intelligence like I've done a couple of business programs. I have a undergraduate and graduate degree in business management. Thus, they will teach you, quote unquote, about emotional intelligence, especially in the, the business practice. Um, and I think it's it's definitely a topic that I'm educated on. I just, my opinions are going to be that you have to understand yourself first and foremost in life. You know, everyone talks about you have to love yourself right? Love the body you're in, love who you are, so on and so forth. But we all have emotions and understanding the emotions when they happen is the key to emotional intelligence. For instance, anger, it's an emotion, right? You know, anger is something very natural, but some people's anger might be worse than others. And understanding that anger is an emotion is the intelligence behind it and for instance for me like i understand when i get angry that something very easy for me to do is literally take a deep breath or mm -hmm. or five just to kind of kick the emotion in the butt if you will um but there's all sorts of different emotions and understanding yourself when it comes to them is emotional intelligence and the I guess you can branch off and say understanding the emotions of others is also emotional intelligence, but it all starts with you. And I think that is the fundamental answer outside of what a book would say, because I honestly don't know what a book would define mm -hmm. emotional intelligence as. Well, you know, the, the great thing about uh, the combination of Chris and I sitting here is if you want to learn how to be a lean, mean sex machine, um, we have we have Chris here for you. Uh, but one of the things that I spent much of my life doing was getting a degree in child, child and adolescent psychology. And uh, unfortunately, children have a limited ability to be emotionally intelligent, but they have a strong ability to be emotionally aware, which is part of the process. Of, oh, excellent addition. You know, of, of being able to identify in any given moment how it is that we are feeling. Um, and then, you know, part two of that is being able to acknowledge or, or understand, is that feeling currently impacting my actions? Have I changed what I am currently doing because of the way I am feeling? And, you know, a lot of people mistake uh, the concept of maturity with emotion. You, could, you can lack emotional intelligence and still be mature to some degree but i do think that they're relatable topics yeah and, and they could probably be confused as yeah. well you can absolutely be mature and have zero emotional intelligence right uh actually i've, I've seen a lot of people that actually lack all emotional intelligence they actually lack all emotional affect <laughs> and people look at them and go wow what a mature individual mm. look how well they're handling this mm -hmm. but it's actually it's it's not at all and for those of you who might be currently lost, let me let me bring this into um, 
a potential real life example for you. I think the best way to kind of discuss a lot of this today is through our experiences. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. Well, that's, so, the, that's the premise to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So learn learn from our mistakes. So I'm going to put a simple one out there. This is one that um, for our average listener that may not be involved in things like business or uh, entrepreneurial adventures, because that's what I like to think of them. You're, you're strapping on your backpack, bro, and you're climbing that mountain. You're going on an adventure. Um, but for our average listeners, these are that moment, those moments where you look back afterwards, right? So you just had that fight with your mom, your significant other, and you get in the car afterwards, and you are like, son of a bitch, I fucked that up. I usually look at this as the thing I said that I wish I could take back. Right? So this week, I had a long time friend, hopefully still listener of this podcast, didn't see eye to eye on a situation. Part of that was because, you know, I know what's best practice, right? We talk about this all the time, what we should do. You know, when it comes to the fitness world, I should do this. When it comes to the business management, these are best practices. Well, there's best practices in your personal relationships as well. Absolutely. So I knew what the best action was. And as a matter of fact, this longtime friend even said to me, dude, you're letting your emotions get the best of you. Which happens to all of us. And in that moment, I did not have the emotional intelligence, the emotional awareness to realize the truth of what he was saying. I was literally blinded by my emotions in that moment. I was publicly called a liar, which it, it, there's two things that uh, I will give my father credit for teaching me. Don't be a liar. Don't be a thief. Okay. So Those are good lessons. Right? publicly called a liar mm. you know some of us have that soft spot some of us have that 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 itch that if you scratch it yeah we're gonna rip it open right and in that moment i couldn't like you suggested take that deep breath mm. and i messed up pretty big because of my emotions what do i do now chris to rectify it to yeah. move forward well, you know, <clears throat> I would say that if you want to make better what you did, first and foremost, understand the situation for what it is rather than what you thought it was in the moment, right? If you value your friendship, apologize formally to the individual will not only satisfy him, but I think it will satisfy you as well with a little bit of closure. It shows maturity. Uh, accepting fault and understanding that you might want to not react as quickly in a situation that bothers you so much next time would be probably the best course of action for like internal internalizing the situation. But I think the biggest key is, is to learn your lesson from the mistake that you made. Oh man. It's almost like we did a podcast on that. I know. What was that? Number four? Think so. Yeah. Uh, accountability. Yep. Maybe it's number two. No, it's either three or four. Okay. It's back there. Accountability. It's labeled properly for those of you who want to go back and listen. <laughs> you guys should totally listen. To uh, it. The episode's called accountability. You know, and, and dude, like 
I I make mistakes all the time and we've discussed this. I fuck up all the time and sometimes it's bigger than other fuck ups. And, uh, you know, as long as you learn the lesson from it, the, the, the mistake doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And I don't know if the answer that I just gave you is suitable, but I really think it's that fundamental. Well, I would definitely say that as I reflect even right now, I would say all those steps are applicable, right? Maybe it's a yeah. different levels, different degrees. Yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely sum all of them up though. Is that's reflection. Yeah. Right. Yep. I could look back and, and for a while I did, you know, it, it's hard when you know the, the part that really I kick myself over is I know better. You know, we've, we talk about both on the show and in real life. Like yeah. when we're not doing the show, we talk about these things. Yeah. I know better. Right. And I could do one of two things. I could be stuck in the loop. And I was, honestly, until until Chris and I talked about, you know, an hour and a half ago, I was still kind of stuck in the loop of kicking myself over the mistake. Well, that's what good friends are for. You vent your situation out. And we've talked about this on the show. You listen to that person that you trust. And you take their feedback. Are you talking about people in your circle? People in your circle. I believe that's episode six. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and like, and that's okay that you struggled with the situation and then you got a little bit of closure when you spoke to me because that's the way it should be. That's what friends are for. And it's okay that you made a mistake and it's okay because you're learning what to do Mm -hmm. next time and where, you know, the mistake was made. It's in, when it comes to the connection of the emotional intelligence aspect of it, you know, when you feel yourself getting fired up, take that moment to recognize that it's anger. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, listen, Steve doesn't have an anger problem, which is very, very easy to point fingers at people and say, like, he has an anger issue. Not Steve in particular, just people in general. Anger is an emotion. And when you feel it, it's natural. Okay. But understanding that emotion is the emotional intelligence behind it and understanding what to do in that moment next time is ultimately the answer. Chris is being very generous. I actually do. Chris have a very strong anger problem. Okay. Uh, I used to understand this to the degree of, you know, I did things like football and mixed martial arts to, to help me manage fair anger okay and i think that was also part of the the struggle in accepting this is that for so many years i've done a really good job guys this is emotional intelligence on display right now steve might not even realize it <laughs> look at me I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm modeling i'm modeling for you that's what we call this in the teacher world um <clears throat> but for years and years i thought i had it in check right and uh you know i i just want to touch on one more thing that to I'll come back right to this moment of, of checking my anger, but you said something about friends, mm. you know, it, it just reemphasizes the point of your circles. And I was stuck in a loop and I needed somebody to kind of kick me out of the loop of dude, stop beating yourself up over it. Yeah, dude. Start moving on with the next step of the process, yep. which is to come back to shit. I thought I had my anger under control. Yep. I thought I knew ways to productively express my anger. My guitar is sitting behind Chris right now. That's another way I like to express my anger. I like to get it out before it boils to the surface. So I had this moment, and I didn't manage it. Mm-hmm. I, and you know what? I think even more so than my, my uh, disappointment in not being able to manage it was my disappointment in not being able to identify it. Right? You, like you said, 
in that moment, if you could stop and go, I'm angry right now, or I'm feeling different, even if you can't say yet, if you don't have the emotional intelligence, you have to go, I'm angry, I'm disappointed, I'm depressed, I'm whatever. If you can even just go, I am feeling different than I usually feel, I need to check myself. Right? That, Absolutely. That falls into that realm. So, what do I... So, uh, one... I, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, right? So, here I am. I'm actually disappointed in myself right now. Because for years, I felt like I had it in check. Right? And I know you say, learn from the mistake. Um, are there any other steps to kind of lessen that disappointment that you could think like, you know, I'm kind of beating myself up over it a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, dude, you're not perfect. Okay. You're human. Humans by nature make mistakes. Regardless of how well versed you are in the topic, you can still make a mistake. I.e. me been in business for a decade, very well experienced for 33 years old. Guess what? I still make mistakes in business. I fail to, I fail to acknowledge your point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And I just use that example because, you know, it's the premise of this show, but you're not Superman and you have chinks in your armor. We all do. And the easiest thing you could do is just accept it. Guess Mm. what, dude? Okay. You made a mistake. You probably should have known better, but it's done. It's over. And use this one as the ultimate example to never let it happen again. So you use the term Superman here. And uh, you told a story earlier. And I don't know to what degree you want to go into all the details. But from a managerial position, right? So (laughs) I'm bringing you the average listener. Something that you might be able to relate to. A regrettable interaction with a longtime friend, right? Like I think any human being that has associated with other human beings can relate to that. But I do also know that people that listen to this show are in the entrepreneur world, are in the business world, are trying to think of this outside of the average human being and trying to think of this from, okay, as a business manager, what does this mean for me? You recently had um, the experience that you used Superman in before. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, comparable situation from your week to to my week. Uh, Can you share some degree of that with us? Yeah. So... uh, um, the the long story short is last week I, I ran into a situation that not only should I have not felt the way that I did after it, I've been giving advice on for years to other people how to manage these situations when it comes to self-development. But me accepting that I'm not Superman and that I have a chink in my armor. And the interesting piece behind it is it was noticed by people around me. And it's because I'm so even keel throughout the day with extremely difficult situations on a daily basis that would ruin people's days, weeks, maybe even years. I'm talking things I do on a daily basis could literally break the normal individual when it comes to their even keelness first and foremost. Um, But this is a daily thing for me. The point is this one situation rattled me and it rattled me pretty good to the point that some people close to me noticed. And uh, it was me accepting that I'm not perfect. 
I'm not Superman. I have a chink in my armor. And uh, it, um, I was rattled for a couple hours. Me to be rattled for a couple of hours is like an anomaly, right? And that's a couple hours I can never get back. And a couple hours in my day is a massive chunk of time. Massive, right? So the, um, the lesson learned is, guess what, Steve? I'm not perfect either. Mm. And that situation that I dealt with will forever be burnt into my memory and I will I have learned my lesson and I will no longer do anything to feel that way about that situation again because I got it. It's burnt in, it's set in stone, I understand. Same should be done with you, with mm -hmm. your situation. You got it, you understand. So we uh part of part of what I really need to hear uh earlier and and I don't know if it would have meant the same coming from somebody that I don't consider to be inside my circle. Somebody that knows me and somebody could call me. Chris could call me as blatantly as he wants on my shit. And because he is who he is in my life, I don't take offense to it. Like, I, I need him to go, you're being an asshole. No, you're acting like a fucking loser. He wouldn't say it that way to me. He would say it with some tact. But I needed somebody to tell me that. And, and part of what I was really struggling with is, you know, you build a reputation. You 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 build it. You don't just get it, right? Like you work hard to craft the way other people see you. We as human beings like to think that we don't do that, that we're we're genuine and we're real. But the truth of the matter is, is every single person out there crafts the way the world sees them. I am not the same way walking around my house in my boxers that I am out at my job. Right? Like, I have to be a different person. I have to be on. I'm not the same way at my family gatherings. I'm not the same way around groups of friends. I'm not the same way around business associates. I have to have a different reputation everywhere I go. Part of what was really bothering me was the fact that I spent months building a reputation of being somebody that could separate emotions from decisions. I could look at things objectively. I could separate the data and the problem from the way people felt about it. And I was so worried that I had ruined that. That I had, in this one interaction, thrown all that out the window. To which, your response was generally what? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it is a possibility that you did. But, you know, given what you've told me, I think that your best course of action is exactly what I, I, I told you, you know apologize to the individual formally and don't ever do it again. Right. And you should be fine. And guess what, Steve, just like the news, everybody sees something, thinks it's a big deal for like two or three days. And then it's on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. You understand just because it's a big deal inside you doesn't mean it was necessarily such a big deal inside others. It will probably blow over and it may have already blown over. People may once again, believe I'm Superman. <laughs> All I got to do is jump off a few buildings to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, I, I would say that this is a combination of a few topics that we haven't really dove into yet. In your solutions, you've acknowledged two things, right? Um, and I don't know the depth to which we really need to go into them, but I like to, I like to explore these things because I'm the type that if I pick something apart, if I know the pieces that make it, I understand it better. Right. Right. So you keep saying, um, apologize, 
and, and redeem yourself, right? Well, it's not really redeeming yourself, but yeah, apologizing. So, so what would be a better term though? Like for instead of redemption, like how can I look at this? So apologies are pretty simple, but what makes an apology first off good? Well, it's got to be genuine. It's got to be from the heart and you got to mean it. We all know when we're being lied to or it's, you know, some half-assed apology. I don't know about you, but half-assed apologies don't work with me. No, I actually rather somebody go, listen, man, I could say sorry, but I don't really mean it. Right. But I understand it upsets you. Yeah. So I won't do it again. Right. Um, dude, you just got to be genuine about it. Just mm -hmm. genuinely. But the, the prior to that, you have to accept fault. And then when you apologize, just apologize and mean it. It's not, you don't necessarily have to look at it as redemption. You can if you want. But the, the ultimate thing that is important other than never making the mistake again is if you feel poorly about the situation, apologize. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in apologizing. I apologize to people daily for the simplest of mistakes. You know what I mean? Um, it's okay. It's really okay. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay to apologize, guys. Actually, if you can apologize to people, you're you're likely going to command more respect in the long run. Mm -hmm. Because recognizing that you made a mistake is something that not only have we discussed is very rare. And when you apologize for something, not only is it rare that you accepted the mistake, but you're also apologizing. To me, that's a pretty respectable person. Yeah. I, I always, I know it seems really cliche coming from a teacher, but, you know, students getting in fights with each other or like you know right. saying rude shit to each other i think back to when i used to work at the kindergarten classroom say you're sorry and i look back now and i go god that was so pointless yep because there's no there's no genuine emotion there there's mm -hmm. nothing about that's real they're mm -hmm. just learning that you say sorry it makes everything okay yeah so your point of at first you have to accept it right like you could get stuck, and I'll use my example, guys. I got stuck in the loop of, but they, I was, I was doing this. I was doing this. I was so worried about what had caused the rise of my emotions and, and the trigger of my emotions. Yeah. I wasn't looking at the important thing of how did my emotional reaction impact others, right? So a lot of times we, we struggle to go, this was my role. Sometimes I don't even agree that that was my role, but I could understand that that's how the other person saw right. my role. Right. And in order for an apology to be genuine, right, it doesn't necessarily need to be emotional. It just needs to be real. It does. It does. Here's the role I played. It might be in your eyes, but here's the role I played. Yeah. I'm sorry that you... not, not No, that puts the blame on them. I want to take ownership here. Um, this is the role that I played... I'm sorry that I played that role. Yeah. Even if it's the way you viewed it, I'm not going to add that to my apology, but being able to go, you know what? I don't necessarily agree, but I could see where Chris was coming from and thinking that I did that. Yeah. I probably should change it so that that mistaken understanding doesn't happen again. But you don't even need to pick it apart. Just apologize. I need to. But listen, you don't want to like nitpick your apology. Just be genuine. Sure. Just be genuine about it. And also, let me give you and everyone listening a little tip, all right? Never say you're sorry, okay? All right? Never say I'm sorry. You say I apologize, okay? Or something along those lines. If you say I'm sorry, you're looked at as sorry. 
Okay. If you say I apologize, it's more formal, it's more effective, and you're not looked at as sorry. Always use the word apologize opposed from sorry. Trust me, guys. Hmm. That's I have never thought about that before. Mm -hmm. I read that in several books. I believe the most recent one that I read that in was um, The Magic of Thinking Big. And then I've also read it in uh, Customer Service is Worthless, Customer Loyalty is Priceless. Um, it, it's, it's in a lot of business and self-development books. It's like a fundamental. Never say I'm sorry. Always say I apologize. But just apologize and just move on with it. Yeah. Move on with it. Being able to move on with it is also another step. That one I'm struggling with. Right. Struggling right. with that. You know, in, in guys, when it comes to emotional intelligence, I want to share a little bit uh, on, my, on my personal end. I'm not shifting focus from Steve here, but, you know, a guy like me. Um, so for those of you that are new to listening, I've been to war twice. Okay. And the first time I went was 14 years ago. Uh, 2005 and uh, the long and short of it is when I was there in the military all of my emotions were shut off mm -hmm. you're literally emotionless for war because it's war and we're not going to get into that but the point is when I got out of the army in 2009 after two tours in combat I had no emotion <laughs> none so the emotional intelligence aspect of this is understanding that a you have emotion b you need to understand the emotion c accept that you have emotion d yada 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 turn it back on so for me what i'm getting at is i went from emotions as a kid as a teenager to emotions getting shut off from my late teens to say mid 20s and then in my mid 20s learning that there is emotion understanding the emotion turning it back on and now i'm at the point to where that my emotional intelligence is good enough to where i might even be able to help others understand theirs mm -hmm. i do not like look at myself as an expert but i do understand it and the simplest of situations, in my opinion, like the one you're going through is very simple. Yeah, it is. It's very simple. It's just a hard one to internalize. But as soon as you apologize, you're going to put closure on it and you're going to move on. It, it's something I'm, I'm thinking about even as Chris is right now, right? Like a thought that just went through my head. It's something that I just kind of realized for myself. Emotions are moments. Mm-hmm. Moments pass. It's what yeah. they do. You let it manifest how long it, how right. long that moment is. So let it pass. Right. Let it go. Give it closure. Apologize. Elsa that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's for you parents out there that had to hear that song a thousand times. <laughs> I used to work in kindergarten. I know your pain. <laughs> you gotta let it go. Okay. Absolutely. Damn, man. So this this conversation has been happening for almost two hours now. Even though even though yeah, for for you guys it feels like it's it's been forty minutes. Yep, it's a two hour conversation. Yep, we're talking Steve through this one. Wow, well, this is when when we say we're bringing our real life experiences into this. I mean, this is what in my situation, it's really not that bad. I just was 
beat myself up over it because I was worried about my public image. Mm -hmm. I was worried about my friendship. And in the end, I didn't know how to just fucking let it go. It's okay. Now you do. Now I do. Uh Remember, it's not the mistake. It's learning from it and understanding what never to do again. Dude, message received loud (laughs) and clear. Uh, understanding your emotional intelligence, guys. Understanding your emotions is is a, a key in life. All right, doesn't matter how old you are. If you understand sadness, if you understand anger, if you understand love, quote unquote, you'll be ahead of your peers. In Steve's case, I, I'm making a judgment, but a, a good tip that I learned was: if you are feeling emotional in response to a situation, never type it. Right mm. at that moment, let some time pass. Now I don't know if you were live during the situation, and and, no, and no, but the not. point is, like, if I see an email come in or I'm having a conversation with someone, if you are feeling emotional or you're feeling angry in this case, never respond, especially in writing. So a, a thing that I once let again some, let some time go by. Once again, a case of I know better. Uh, a tip that was once taught to me in my courses of, of learning about emotional intelligence. You write it down and you start for 24 hours. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. If you come back and read that and yep. you still feel like sending whatever it was that you wrote in that yep. emotional moment, then it's worth it. Yeah. It, it, more often than not, though, if you give it that day and you come back to it, you will you will actually look at yourself and go, I didn't mean this at all. I'm so glad I didn't send this. And that's... That awareness to know I'm feeling emotional right now. I need to check myself. I need that deep breath. I need that pause. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Dude, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. So, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, it's folks. You gotta you gotta look at what we're actually doing here. Like I I don't know that you listening or get the same out of this because I'm obviously directly involved in it. But when we started this this talk, uh, now now officially forty minutes ago, I did not feel the same way I do right now. I feel better, right? I do feel better. I do feel better, and I do feel like this is very easy. It's very easy. I made it complicated. Yeah, we do that in our own minds. Like that's the manifestation of it. And it felt in that moment so important, but probably fighting it made it bigger than it was. Well, not probably. It, it, or, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because it could have just been between me and the person. Absolutely. But instead, it's now between me and a couple dozen people. Yeah. No. No, it's over. It's not. Well, over. yeah, right, 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 right. But it could have just yeah. been, it could have just been this. Right. I'm, I'm making the little tiny symbol with my fingers here, folks. <laughs> I keep forgetting we're not on camera. Um, it, it could have been something small. Mm-hmm. And I made it something, it's still small, but I made it seem like it was big. Turning a mole hill into a mountain Mountain. yeah yeah um i've i used to be i used to have i used to do that myself Mm -hmm. and i've i don't i won't say i don't do it anymore but it's very very rare because i can recognize what's going on and that's the emotional intelligence and it doesn't mean that you're not a good person or that you're not intelligent it just your emotional intelligence might need a little bit of sharpening Mm -hmm. there's a lot of 
literature written about it. There's a lot of books written about it. It's in a lot of personal development books. Shit, they teach it in business programs. But you could just go on the web and look for just small articles on little yeah. little tips on what to do. And in this case, the biggest one is just don't respond. Give it time. Give it time. And then accept the mistake and then understand what to do or what not to do ever again. And in your case, apologize and it's done and it's over with. If there is negative pushback from it, there's negative pushback from it. Um, if there's not, perfect. And, and one more thing I just want to wrap in here because you said it about your, your two tours in Iraq. Yeah. And we go back to episodes one and two. Perspective. Yeah, perspective. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. No. I could have been getting shot at. I could have been sleeping out in the middle of the desert. Yep. I was fighting a keyboard warrior in the comfort of my own home. And in 2018, this happens more and more often. So it's a perfect example. It's a perfect example of of how to start to like understand that you might need some... Um, brushing up on on emotional intelligence or some education on it and it's not it dude you're not being a pussy right i'm not you're not a pussy for not understanding your emotions dude it's a piece of it's a piece of being a human it's a piece of life it's a piece of developing understanding your emotions is not an easy thing it's a very difficult thing and it's okay that you want to read about it or i'm suggesting to read a little bit about Mm -hmm. it should i've done it Right. You see, and that's why I'm in the position that I'm in today to give you some feedback on it. And and guys, I have no training in psychology, zero. I took uh, Psych 101 at uh, Gateway Community College. I think we went over like uh, Freud. Yeah, and, everything's uh, related to sex, e- ego and super ego, and yeah, and it, oral fixations. Yeah, but 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 re- realistically, I've educated myself, and now people trust me in my opinion, to maybe rectify their situations. And it's just understanding your emotions is what this situation comes down to. It's taking constructive criticism from both outside and internal sources. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm not a failure because I need to improve upon this. No, not at all. I'd be a failure if I noticed that I needed to improve. It didn't. Right. Right. Exactly. Yo, my life today... Just moved in a positive direction. Hopefully yours did too. Yeah. And guys, if you do have questions, ask us. All right. And this is actually, I have a question right now, Steve. Yeah. Did we get any emails about topics? Because we had a, we had a little, um, a little contest, a little contest, a little giveaway. And I wanted to give away some free swag to whoever gave us the best uh, topic. So we have nothing? Nothing right now. We man. have no emails. Nobody wants free stuff. Okay, guys, check it out. All right. I know there's a bunch of you listening because a bunch of you fucking tell me you're listening and reference certain points in the topics that we talk about. Mm-hmm. So, all right. We're almost on episode 10. Okay. We're not getting paid for any of this. No. And Steve puts hours into these when it comes to producing. I put in usually about 
say two hours a week, Steve, you what you put in at least a few, right? Yeah, I mean it's at least two hours of editing. Okay. All right, uh, okay, plus the hour <laughs> plus, of recording, yeah. plus the hour of us shooting the shit. Yeah, but I look at that as right. good things. Okay, so all we're saying is here, guys, we're doing this for free, and it's helping you, right? I know it's helping you guys because I'm getting feedback. Okay, so. We're asking for help right now, okay? Can you help us, please? Can you please send us topics that you want to hear us discuss to help us help you? And here's the kicker. Not only are we asking for help because we're doing it for free and we help you, I want to give you shit, okay? I want to give you free swag from both my companies, all right? Free swag. All right. Hoodies, tank tops, stickers, hats. I want to give you shit. Can you help us? Help us out. We we ask for nothing from you. Okay? Mm-hmm. And realistically, this will help us help you. So I'm going to extend this contest another week. Let's go. So some of you motherfuckers need to email me because I want a little bit of feedback here. And right. you can email us very simply. All one word. No spaces. No capitals. The CW Clinic at gmail.com. And you can email us about business topics, fitness topics, self improvement topics. Hell, if you just think it's a topic that you would like our perspective on, even if you just want, as human beings, what Chris and I think, like hit us with it. Yeah. There's no such thing as a wrong suggestion. Right. And we have usually the tools right. to take it on. Yes. So. Get at us. Once again, that's thecwclinic at gmail.com. Hit us up. And follow directions on this one, guys. Okay? Email us. Email us. The winner of this contest is going to get a bunch of free stuff from me, and we're just asking for help here. Mm -hmm. So email us topics, and I'm going to pick the winner, or we're going to pick the winner, however you look at it. And... uh. Let's let's fucking do some cool shit, guys. Help us out. Uh, other than that, thank you for listening. You know, we we talked about some crazy shit today when it comes to emotional intelligence. And to recap that, just try to be a little in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. Try to before you react, and if you know that it's going down the wrong road or it's just not a good reaction, take a moment. Understand what's going on. Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it uh, is it something that I can't place my finger on? And don't have diarrhea of the mouth. Take a minute and understand what's going on in the situation before you respond. Start doing a little research on emotional intelligence. Especially if you guys are trying to like influence people or help people in your life, no matter if you're an employee or an owner of a company or whatever it is, you're just trying to get yourself better. It doesn't matter where your position is in life. If you're trying to help people, you need to understand your your emotions. Big facts. And accept it. Apologize. Don't say I'm sorry. Correct. And then learn. And if possible. Yeah. Correct it. No, correct it. Not if it's possible. Right. Well, some things aren't correctable. Some things, sometimes it's just, I'm sorry, move forward with life. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if it's a mistake you made and you could correct your mistake, you correct your well, fucking mistake. I, I was referencing what we discussed. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in your case, correct it. Yeah. 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 But sometimes right. the correction is the apology. Right. 
Yeah. And then don't perseverate on the shit. Right. Uh, Chris, if I want to know more about Nutrition Tip Tuesday or Training Tip Thursday, mm. where would I find you? Well, guys, follow me on Instagram, ChrisWarns1, at ChrisWarns1. I do have other Instagrams. I will direct you to the correct one. Follow me at ChrisWarns1. I'm also on Facebook, Christopher Warns. Steve, where can they get at you? Yeah, if you like your nerd stuff and your technology, you could catch me on twitch.tv slash note. That's N-O-T-E. I'm uh, there most weeknights, man. Good. Yeah, follow him. Guys, we're closing out. Always remember, always, that you are in control of your life, okay? Life is not in control of you. You have to look at it as you are in control of life. You have to roll with the punches. You have to deal with the cards that are dealt. Your perspective on life in that you are in control will dictate how successful you are at no matter what it is. Life, you are in control. So until we see you guys again, please do the karate chop to the dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the top in whatever you do, you always got to watch motherfuckers around you. Nobody's invincible. No plan is foolproof. We all must meet our moment of truth. The same shiesty cats that you hang with and do your thing with could set you up and wet you up. Nigga, peep the language. It's universal. You play with fire, it may hurt you or burn you. Lessons are blessings you should learn through. Let's face facts. Although MCs lace tracks, it doesn't mean behind the scenes there ain't no dirt to trace back. That goes for all of us. There ain't nobody to trust. It's like sabotage. It's got me ready to bust, but I can't jeopardize what I've done up to this point. So I'ma get more guys to help me run the whole joint. Cultivate more.